This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. This is segment two. We ready? Justin's ready? Justin, before we start kind of talking about all the different storylines and stuff throughout the game, what happens on that very last play when Jordan got the shot? What were they running out there? How was he able to like get actually get to the rim to get a shot? Who was on him on that play? Zara Williams, who looks like he got worse from last year, to be honest, a little sophomore slump. I, I don't obviously I don't watch a ton of the Grizzlies, but he looked like he was actually making an impact last year defensively for them hitting shots. He just looked terrible tonight. And he looked terrible the first time they played them, too. So. It was Zaire. He went to sleep. I mean, he, he fell asleep on it. Um, what they ran, they ran um, pretty much like Clay come off of Lamb and Draymond going to the corner. Then Lamb comes off Draymond, like multiple people coming off that down screen. So it was a ton of action going on in that weak corner. And then JP just literally just ran straight to the baskets wide open. There was no one underneath. Um, Zaire fell asleep watching all the screens and the rest is history. He tried to block it. It looked like it was almost a goaltend. And, yeah, good thing Jordan got it in. So, yeah, the way he laid it up, everything. I was like, it's going in. It's going in. It's going in. Right. Um, so, now, the first shot, like, Clay took a shot right before that, and it didn't go in. The ball went out, and they had to inbound. They already – so, like, is that, like, does Kerr, before they're even going on that, they've already discussed what the play is going to be so they know because they didn't have, like, another timeout when that happened. Yeah, usually coaches in, install um, time and possession specific plays, you know, throughout training camp or throughout the year. Say if we're ever in this situation and I don't have time to draw up a play, this is our play, right? They probably called something. It was a real simple play, like I said. It was just guys running off Draymond and then running off each other, and then it was just a they they emptied out the, the weak side and Jordan got an easy easy cut and Dante made a great read. So um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was it was a call that they already knew in their mind from the playbook. Okay. So let's start with our, our guy Wardell. He gets fucking ejected from the game with like a minute and change left. At that point, Justin, what are you thinking? Cause I am like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And everybody now messaging me and telling me it's automatic. It's cr- I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a fuck. You don't fucking eject superstars. Like, for stupid shit, like, especially when you know it wasn't real, like, it wasn't at you. Like, even the one in the finals, I get that hit a fan. That fan would have preferred if Steph Curry stayed in the game, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, no one is trying to fucking see that shit. You know what I mean? Like, they should be able to use their discretion and know. 
You know what I mean? And I'm just like, and by the way, that's not just for Steph. I don't want LeBron. I don't want Kevin Durant. I don't want no fucking stars ejected from mm-hmm. games. Like these dudes are in action. It's action. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. Like they, it's so many things I, that I just disagree with as far as NBA officiating. Um, like uh, Brandon Clark getting in Draymond's face and then Draymond kind of get, gets him off him and it's a double tech. Right. Like, that's and crazy. What? We already know he's in jeopardy. We know he getting suspended at some point. This yeah, season. he got two more to go and then he's he's suspended. Desmond Bain jumping straight into him and pushes him midair and Draymond's talking to the refs like, yo, if I push him back, is that a tech on me? Like, that the whole staff throwing his mouthpiece clearly not mad at the refs or anything, which if you feel like he's mad at you, then you got a guilty conscience. You know you haven't been giving him all the calls that you should have been <laughs> giving him, which they weren't. But and Kaminga, who was the dude who pushed Kaminga? And then I get it, like he retaliated, but like so he don't get no, he don't get nothing. He don't even right. get a foul for pushing Kaminga. Nothing. Right, right. Just just dumb, dumb stuff. Weak. Um, Guys can't even celebrate anymore. Guys can't even show any emotion. Um, guys even look like they're about to fight. It's double text. And it's like, you know nobody's going to fight. Even, like, it was rare. Even years ago, guys weren't really fighting like that out there. It was, it, on an ESPN TV fucking game yeah, like, come with on. two of the biggest stars in the league. And in one minute and 12 seconds, when the game is close. close right, and it's going at it, too. Like, like for me, I'm like yeah, it's the right thing. You cannot tell me the league ain't gonna be sending some kind of memo or something about that. Like, why would you do that? Right. Why are you fucking ejecting Stephen Curry from the game? The level of fucking tight that I was, yeah. and everyone in my mentions or who I'm texting with trying to be like, yeah, but Nat, that's I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. No, I don't want to hear it. He shouldn't be ejected. No superstar should be ejected for shit like that. That's facts. That's facts. But yeah, the shot, the shot that led to the ejection made me more upset in that moment. Until I realized Steph got ejected. I was just like, wow, it was fresh shot clock. Jordan Poole. No reason for Jordan to shoot that. But this that's just kind of been the theme of this team all year. Like, let me just launch a fucking three. Like, <laughs> no reason. Let me just launch a three. Um, no matter the situation, was mad about he was irritated, and so he just got you know he reacted to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got to do something about that. They just when they get to the basket, good things happen. I do think their offense as a whole, and we can talk about this, I guess, in the next segment or something. But I do think their offense as a whole is contributing to their shot distribution looking the way it's, it's looking. But they got to get more rim attempts. They got to get more things going towards the basket, and. You know, because if they just keep being three three reliant, it's just not going to go well. You leave it no. up to variance too much. No, it's really, it's really, really not. There was a shot too that Clay took a three at like that I didn't like when they were like down two, and they kind of got. Was it a fast break? Like a fast break, three? yes. And it was just like he stopped at the three point line. Then like he moved, like someone came at him. He like reset, like mm-hmm. moved over, and then I'm like. Bro, you could have just went to the fucking rim and tied it up. Like, we just did not need a three there. Just go fucking lay it in and tie up the game. And yeah. I was going to tweet that, and I know people say, it's Clay Thompson, so, and I just, I didn't even tweet it. Like, yo, that shit made me so tight. Like, Clay, what the fuck are you doing, yo? <laughs> I, I didn't know. That's I, I was like, I, really mm. 
I was on the fence. I was like, ah, it's Clay, but come on, like, just get a layup, please. But you knew the fucking was, play I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, because they were on the run. They were like, they were down seven or eight, and they had just got it to down two. And if he would have yeah. made it, they would have won one. Um, and then, or if he just laid it up, they'd have tied it up. And that was potentially like it could have been like a momentum shifting play, like back into the Memphis favorite, but. There were so out. many things tonight. The Steph three, that was a two because his toe was on the line. I'm just like, yeah. Oh my god, this game is fucking stressful, yo. <laughs> it's fucking stressful. Man, Kaminga was good tonight, though. Yeah, he was, I was good surprised tonight. They more in the fourth, I was surprised. Um, I mean, they brought him in for defense at the end, but. I mean, I know Wiggs was out with a non-COVID illness. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. But he also kind of got to be watching, like, this dude Kaminga playing good. I I need to get on my shit, you know. I hope so, too. And the thing about it is that, again, I don't really think – because I think they were talking about this on, you know, Marcus and Slater on their pod. But I don't really think, like – I don't really like to talk with people like, oh, he's back to the old Wiggs and that kind of shit. Because I don't think it's that. You know, I just, I just think, and we said this, I just think that him not making his shots is like getting in his head. And they were saying the same thing. You know, I don't think it's like a, he doesn't care or, mm-hmm. you know, it's the old wigs or that he can't play. I just think he's in his head. Yeah. He was playing so well. And then he's come back and he's like not shooting well. And he's letting that like affect him. And so he's not like, all right, let me let me let me do the other stuff and that'll come back, you know? And so and like the best players go through that. So like I'm not gonna like kill him because he's going through that, but we just need him to get back, you know, because he's needed. But Kaminga's definitely doing a good job stepping up in his place. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I said a few episodes ago, like this team is kind of taking on the identity of just being so jump shot reliant that if the shots aren't going in, guys don't really want to do the other things. And they just you just can't have that mentality. You gotta bring in a defensive mindset, rebounding, physicality, night in and night out, and whether the shots are falling or not, you're still gonna, you know, stay true to the process, at least on the defensive end, and not turn it over and not pout and worry about all this other stuff. But yeah, Jordan does it a lot too. Clay does it a lot. If they ain't hitting jump shots, Steph does it sometimes too. If they ain't hitting their jump shots, it's like I don't even want to play. It's like, bruh, like but listen, not that it's okay. I will give the older dudes a little pass for that because they've like been through so much. You just older and don't want to work as hard. These young nigglets, they need to get their shit together. Like, the fuck are they doing? For sure. The fuck are y'all doing? Y'all not tired. <laughs> and I, th- I think Jordan is embracing that a little bit more going to the rim, but he always has his moments like that shot that he took where it's like, why are you even shooting that three, man? Um, Gotta be smarter. Like when it's that, when they were late in the game like that, you want to like really get great possessions, time clock management, all those things. I can't remember at that point. Did we have the lead when he did that? I want to say it was tied up. Uh, Let me double check. But it was definitely a crucial moment. Let me see. Play by play. Very crucial moment. And, you know, Roz asked him about it though after the game. Like straight up, she's like, it seemed like Steph was frustrated by that shot you took or whatever. And he's like, look, you know, like I'm they, like, first they asked him about like Steph being like, 
ejected and he's just like I, it makes no sense at all he shouldn't have been ejected he's one of the best players ever and <laughs> like he shouldn't be ejected I was like there you go Jordan that's why I will always love you they were um they were up to up to and then she asked him about the shot and he just basically said like look I'm young I'm learning like people criticize but like they don't know what that process is like and you know I make mistakes and he does and we just got to live through it but it's just like we're like more than halfway through the season. You have to start getting better at like what to do closing out games. Yeah, definitely does. Turn it like over. He, right before that, he had that stupid pass he threw. And luckily it stayed with us. You know, I'm just like, Jordan, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He almost turned it over, throwing it to Clay for the, the one where Clay tied it up over Dylan Brooks. He kind of led Clay a little bit and Clay had to like hurry up and run and get it and then shoot. I'm like, this man almost turned that shit over. He gets anxious. And Dre almost had like a crucial turnover. It was like in the fourth, and like Steph got it. And like, Dre he, needs to. It was just like, one of those lazy, careless kind of passes. I'm like, you know what these Memphis dudes and they're tall and athletic, you cannot be doing that. But Steph got it. He like jumped up, grabbed it, and then he just like, you know, did, I'm like, I'm doing it like anyone can see me, but you know, he did a little scoop layup. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, yeah, Dre kept trying to throw passes over these dudes' head, and they knew it was coming, and they're athletic and young, and they were just picking it off or just tipping it every time. I'm like, bro, you're, they're taller than you. Why do you keep trying this shit? You don't it, do it, smart things against time. this team. I don't know. It's like you guys have played them enough times that you know this, and y'all will still do the same shit. And right. I'm befuddled by it, you know? Yeah. But whatever. They won. They got the W. They got the W. And um, I don't even know who we play next. Play Toronto. That's not a back-to-back, though, is it? Uh, I played them on the 27th. So, um, Friday. Um, and then they got a, a, dec- a little difficult slate of games after that. Yeah. A few road games. Um, all pretty much good teams. Or decent teams. You know, OKC, then Minnesota, then Denver on a back-to-back. Yeah, um, I think it's the back-to-back that's sort of killer. Yeah, then you got Dallas. You got OKC again. But the OKC game won't be easy, even though it's OKC. It will not. I'm saying these are all decent teams. Like, OKC has a pretty good defense, and they got Shea. He's going to be tough to stop. You got Portland, and you got L.A. Um, that Minnesota-Denver. I wish Denver wasn't on the second night. Right. And it's in Denver. So that altitude and it's the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, that's definitely yeah. going to be a tough one. It could be a rest game, too. Uh, Look, if they can just get two out of the three, like we said, like winning records. So if you can get OKC and one of those two, I mean, obviously you want to get a game against Denver, but they're going to come back to chase, right, one more time this year? Do we only play them three times or, or is it four? We only played once them. They play, They only played three times. Three. Oh, so the, other, the final two games are in Denver, so they got to try to get one. Right. And the, they'll play them again at the end of the season, like one of the last four or five In games. April. 
And who knows? Like, I don't know if Denver will be jockeying for seating at that point, you know? You know what's so funny is that in, in a somewhat similar case to the Nets last year, and it depends on where the Warriors fall, but I can easily see a scenario where teams are trying to, like, avoid playing the Warriors. <laughs> like, if they're, like, lower than and that, that would be pretty interesting to see. I can see it, too, especially if they, you know, they, they're healthy and they're, you know, surging and they're winning at a high clip to end the season, uh, potentially add another person in there and become I don't a think nobody cares. I think it's just the Warriors because, like, the Warriors are not even playing good basketball right now, and the Celtics got Jalen, got Jason Tatum playing, like, 40, 40 something minutes, and, you know, the Grizzlies allegedly don't care about nobody in the West, but you know they came in tonight caring for, like, all kinds of reasons. I just think... I'm not saying anyone would be scared, but I think they would not want their I, – I don't think, like, you'd want to be the number one or number two seed and your prize is you got to play the Warriors in the first round. I just don't think that's ideal for anyone. I agree. Um, and even if you can beat them, it's just going to be a hard, tired – like, it just, you know. So I think the Warriors can still get to four. Three is starting to be a little uh, – but, you know – Three is still within reach and four is there. So I'm hoping with the passion I saw Steph exuding tonight that this is it. That this is the turning point for real for real. Yeah. And I mean, like I said in the timeline the other day, they need they just need stability. They need a sustained stretch of their top eight guys, top nine guys playing all together. You know, hopefully Wiggins comes back very soon and they just play together for like 10 12 13 straight games and see what they can do you know like they just haven't had that all season like at all at any point so it would be it would be nice to get that going i got no text from our boy jeremiah tonight because any game we lost he's like eh, you like gary sacks okay. they don't know jeremiah but you know jeremiah we yeah, know he how he, gets he, he was he was taking a hiatus from twitter but he back he back in the group chat right now Oh, y'all got a group chat? Yeah. Nah, he'd be texting me. So I was like, you're annoying. <laughs> you know, because, you know, Jeremiah plays, because we all know he's a Curry fan, right? So he'll, like, shit on him. But then when he wins, when they're like, nah, you don't get to come over here and celebrate with us. They ass over there with the Suns. <laughs> right. I'm looking at the Kings games. Um it's a road trip, but they're relative. That's a relatively soft schedule they got. I tweeted about that the other day. It is, but it's hard to beat a team twice in a row. So I, I can see them splitting with Minnesota, if not losing both of those games. San Antonio, sure. Indiana is a tough team to beat in Indiana. New Orleans has Brandon Ingram back. Who knows if Zion is going to be back? Again, Houston back to back. Like it's hard to beat a team twice, but Houston does. Houston sucks. They'll drop a few games for sure during that road trip, but it's it's not like a it's not like a scary road trip. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's a manageable road trip. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they are that good for it to to say. You know. Okay, that's fair. They did play Houston back like two games in a row earlier in the season and beat them both times, like destroyed them, but. The other teams, I don't know. We're just going to see because it's tough. Like, even if you're a really good team, it's tough to just play road game after road game after road game and just keep winning. 
Yeah, no, I hear it. I look, I want them to start losing. So, I mean, and it's, I feel bad because I really like Darren Fox. He's always been like a player that I've loved. Always yeah. like one of my favorite players around the league who's not on my team. So, and Mike Brown, like I miss him. So I don't like rooting against them, but it's like, bro, we need your spot. <laughs> For sure. We need your spot. And grand scheme, I mean, Memphis is at two, Denver is at one. Who whose bracket would you rather be in? Yeah, Memphis is like they losing that gap they had because they just dropped four in a row. What's their distance now between two and three? Uh, three and a half games. Mm. I don't think they. I don't think they're catching Memphis. But I mean, if if New Orleans ends up climbing and catching Sacramento in their third, I mean, I think I would rather be fourth. You know, I would rather be in Sacramento and Denver's bracket than Memphis and New Orleans' bracket. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind being having Sacramento because somewhere at some point, because I mean, it seems like they would both. I don't know if they can fall to like five, maybe, but like, if for some reason, like we only got to five and they were like four, that would still be like a home game for the Warriors. Exactly. So I wouldn't mind that either. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them being five if the Kings are four. Right. Yeah, I agree. And they don't have to have a lot of travel. That that's like a home series for them. Yeah, and I think um ideally like Memphis and New Orleans be two and three and they see each other in the second round. You only get to see one of those. And then you, you play Sacramento, smack them, it's a home series, and then you play Denver in the second round. I, I like those odds. See, we got y'all thinking on golden spaces. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break right here and come back and wrap this up. You tuned in. We're an Odyssey original podcast. I'm Nat. He's Justin. We'll be right back. <laughs> 